You're listening, listening to, to, Bible. to Bible Plus. Bible Plus from Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hey everybody, welcome back to Bible Plus. Today we're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 3. We've got Connor with us in the studio to break it down for us, so let's listen in. Hi everybody, we are in Matthew 3 today, and we're off to a really good start in our Bible Plus podcast as we start this new semester and a new beginning in the New Testament reading. So, in the first chapter, we had this epic genealogy of Christ. And I don't know about you, but there were a lot of people in there I could identify with, people who were sinners, who were fallen, but chose to turn to God and to be attached to God's people. And those people were there to bring forth Christ. And, um, and even today, we also can participate in a similar way to be joined or to be filled with God, to be joined his people, and we can bring forth Christ's coming. But it's his second coming. He's coming again. That's pretty awesome. Now, in the second chapter, we saw a little bit about Jesus' birth, his, his upbringing. I mean, he moved around quite a bit as you follow it. Um, and 30 years later, we find ourselves in chapter 3. And in chapter 3, we're going to find, or you have already found if you've read it, the, the two most important people living on the earth at that time meeting, John the Baptist and Jesus Christ. So John the Baptist was out there and he was recommending the kingdom. He was recommending the coming Messiah, the, the one who would baptized in the Holy Spirit and in fire. So there he is, and he has a message. He has a message to the people of that day saying, Repent, for the kingdom of the heavens has drawn near. Now, this guy, he is of the tribe of Levi. He's a descendant of the Levites. Um, and that means he's a priest. Uh, the Levites were the ones serving in the house of God. But where was he? He was preaching in the wilderness. So his counterparts, his peers, they were serving the temple thinking, okay, we're here to worship God, to serve him in a practical way. But actually, where was God? Where was God? Well, in chapter one, we found that Jesus Christ, his name, Emmanuel, Emmanuel, that means God with us. So Jesus, he was not found in the temples at that time. In chapter three, where did he go? He met John in the wilderness. So John is here as a consummation or kind of as a conclusion to the Old Testament priesthood. And he's bringing forth this New Testament covenant. This, he's introducing Christ, the Christ, the one who they've been waiting for for so long. And what's his message? Repent. So even to us, his message would be repent. I mean, this guy was bold. And in Luke 1, um, it says that he was full of the Spirit even from his mother's womb. So he was full of the Spirit, saturated, steeped, <laughs> overflowing. And so he, he had the power, the ability to be bold among his, uh, among his generation. So he's out there at the River Jordan baptizing people. And he's saying, repent, turn. All of you listening to this, oh, return to the living God. And his message of repentance was one where they'd turn, we would turn from our, our, our ideologies, our philosophies, our concepts, our good ones, our bad ones, whatever it is, our sins, and we would leave it behind. There would even be this sense of um, regret 
and we would come to God and we would give ourselves to him. So that's his message, repent. And what are we repenting for? Repent for the kingdom of the heavens has drawn near. Repent for the kingdom. This kingdom, the kingdom of God is an eternal kingdom, but the kingdom of heavens, it was drawing near at that time. And with Christ, the kingdom came to earth. And then in his death, his resurrection, his ascension, and then his coming back through the, 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 the day of Pentecost, the pouring out of the Spirit, the kingdom of the heavens was there on the earth, is here on the earth. So his message, repent for the kingdom. And this kingdom is where God has a way to reign. Jesus, the King, has a way to reign and rule in us, among us. And ultimately, this will bring forth the, the manifestation, the open manifestation of the kingdom at the end of this age, the end of time. So repent for the kingdom of the heavens has drawn near. Y'all, I just want to encourage you. John the Baptist, he was bold. He was full of the spirit. We can be the exact same way. You know, if <laughs> I have a little example. I was told this and I think it's really good, really clear. You can visualize it well. If you take a magnet and you put that magnet next to a paperclip, It'll stick. Obviously, the paper clip's metal and you have the magnets. It's charged. Now, if you take that magnet that has that now has a paper clip attached to it and you take that paper clip and go next to another paper clip, that second paper clip will remain attached to the magnet paper clip combination. Now, hopefully I didn't lose you in the words there, but we if we are like that first magnet and choose to be attached to God, are full of this spirit we're full of life, then we can become a magnet, a magnet, a charged spiritual magnet to contact and reach those around us to do exactly what John was doing. John was recommending a better person and a better place and a better story. In the same way here at UT, here in Austin, whether it's St. Edwards, ACC, whatever it is, you're in the community, you're working, you're not, you're in transition, you're in high school, I don't care. We can be those recommending the life that is really life and direct people to the king who is the king of his kingdom, the eternal kingdom of God. So John here, he is recommending something, someone, Jesus Christ, who comes on the scene. This is the second important person on the earth at this time. And there is this great meeting where John is there baptizing and Jesus comes up and um Jesus says that to fulfill righteousness, all righteousness, that um, John had to baptize him. So here, there's this awesome section at the end where we see God, the Father, Son, and Spirit all there at once. They're one. The Father's looking down. Here's my Son, the Son, the Beloved, in whom I found my delight. The Spirit's descending like a dove upon him. He's anointed. He's anointed for his 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 ministry on the earth. Um but what's he doing? Okay, there's this, there's these two people. And even John at some point says, no, I need to be baptized by you. Because he had been preaching earlier in verse, in earlier in chapter three, preaching that there was someone coming that would not baptize in water unto repentance, but in Holy Spirit and in fire. So John was baptizing in water as a picture of, look, I repent because I realize I am nothing. I may have human accomplishments. I may have a great character. I don't know. Whatever, whatever you think you're great at, it, it really equates to nothing in God's eyes because it's completely natural 
the, 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 the source is sinful. Even, even when the Pharisees and the Sadducees come, I mean, these are upright guys. They know the word. They've memorized so much of the Bible. And he still says, uh, where, where is it? Um, in verse 7, offspring of vipers. There is a nature in us that is, is sinful, satanic even. And so what we need to do is we need to realize, look, I am fallen. I am messed up and I need help. So John was helping them to realize that. And what he would do as a picture, he would baptize them in water so that their old man, their flesh would be put to death. That's what water signifies. And we'll see that as we go through the New Testament, this picture of baptism. Um, But he baptized in water, but he himself could not give life. That's where Jesus comes on the scene. And he said, the one who follows after me will baptize with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, guess what happened? Jesus died, resurrected, ascended. On the day of Pentecost, they're gathered. There is an outpouring of the Spirit. I mentioned it earlier. There's an outpouring, a baptizing in the Spirit. And the Spirit came upon flesh. Not only that, but Jesus, at the end of John, he breathed into them the breath of life. So we've received the Spirit. This, This is awesome. And there's also a warning that he'll baptize not only in the Spirit, but in, in fire. And that's because he's righteous, he's just, and, and the sinful life that's in us needs to be judged. So today we have the decision to put away our flesh, to, receive, to repent of our ways, to come to the living God, be baptized, put away the old man, and in newness of life, God, Christ Jesus, will raise us from the dead, from our, from our death position, and he will become life to us. We'll be new. We'll walk in newness of life. So this is the awesome Christ that John the Baptist was presenting. And just as John was recommending Christ and this ministry and the kingdom and repentance, we too today in our situations, in our environments, to our friends, our family, those we meet at the grocery store, whatever it is, Y'all, we can become magnets to this wonderful, wonderful person, Christ, and we can be magnets. We can be priests bringing people, people to God. So y'all, I hope you enjoyed this chapter. There's so much to come. Um, and I hope we just continue to fall in love with the one that the, the father said, my son, the beloved in whom I find my delight. Y'all, I hope you find delight in the sun today and we'll see you tomorrow on Bible Plus.